You are listening to From Sobriety to Recovery with Jesse Mogul. Let's get to the show. Hello, 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 my friends. Thank you for joining me on From Sobriety to Recovery. I am Jesse Mogul, and I am in addiction recovery. It is great to have you here. It is the beginning of July. We just finished the 4th of July. It's a great holiday. There's plenty of parties, a lot of fun to be had. I do uh, sincerely hope that you all made it through without uh, strong cravings. I really uh, I'm praying that you all made it through without a relapse and were able to just enjoy it for what it was and not to try to push yourself to quote unquote fake the fun and chase the dragon. Um, I went out to Oklahoma and visited my family. It was really great to see my aunt and uncle, who are both recently retired over the last year. Uh, my dad and stepmom are both retired now for, about, I think, about a year. And then my brother and his wife just recently had my nephew. And that was really awesome to be able to see him for the first time and, and hold a little baby and, and do that. And they all drink responsibly. And so for me, I'm the only one generally not drinking whenever I go out there. And so it's it's still a very interesting thing for me to experience when when other people were drinking responsibly around me and I don't necessarily want to drink when I'm there cuz I already know it wouldn't just be one I you know I'd start I'd chug a whole bottle of vodka um so I don't get that that kind of craving out of it when I go. It's really just that social anxiety and how to communicate and how to just be in the moment, be present and enjoy it for what it is was just, you know, an amazing familial experience. Um, I got to see my sister on the first day I was out there and she's coming up on two years of sobriety and recovery. So it's fantastic to be able to come around the family and work on getting over my social anxiety of just being around them. And I I know it might seem weird to have anxiety around your family, but, you know, for years, I just drank away all the time that I spent around them. And so it's a totally different version of me coming around. And because my aunt and uncle haven't ever really experienced me all that much, they don't really they don't really know the life I was leading that led me to sobriety and recovery. Uh, my dad and stepmom certainly do, and definitely my sister. Um, but even my brother doesn't really have an idea of how much I used to party and, and how much I used to, it wasn't even partying by the time it was done, guys. <laughs> it was more like sitting in my room, listening to dark music and in, in, in the darkness and, and just drinking myself to death. Um, so now when I go out there, I'm always thinking about, you know, how to communicate, how to in, just enjoy the moment, be present, right? Be mindful and be present in, in and in the moment, which gets me excited about today's topic. So a few weeks ago, I told you all we were going to be running through my four main components of life, which are physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Everything in life can be brought down to these four main components, which make up each four, each one of these four components falls into your three spheres of life, which are career, self, and relationship. And so we haven't touched upon spiritual yet. And so today we're going to, but it's not spiritual like you're thinking of religion. It's spiritual in the, in the sense of morals, ethics, values, and integrity. It's a word that my therapist has drilled into my head. And I love that she has because it makes me run things through this filter of, am I being of the highest valued version of myself to myself in these, in any situation? 
any situation, this situation, it doesn't matter. Am I being congruent with this new version of who I am becoming, right? We're not striving to become, we are becoming. And every day is another step in that direction. And so I came across some notes from an Optimize Plus One I had listened to a while back. Um, and it's all about the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I'm a big fan of Optimize Plus One and the kind of philosophies that Brian Johnson teaches. And if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you've heard me reference this guy before. And so episode 343 on his app and on his website was all about the four agreements. And so we're going to discuss those because it really has a lot to do with integrity, that you're, how you're treating yourself, how you're, how you're treating others around you, how you're talking to yourself, how you're talking to others, uh, how you're communicating and, and how you're responding versus reacting to the words that are being said around you, um, how you're assuming versus asking questions. And so the four agreements are fantastic. And so check these out and then we'll dive in. I don't want to ramble on too much, but the coolest thing about what we're going to discuss today was how I'm seeing how this was really imperative for me when I was out on my trip this last week. And it would have been really great had I read this over before I'd gone out there. I would probably have seen things from a different prism, through a different prism, through a different perspective. It's all about perspective shifts in sobriety and recovery. How you were once seeing it, let's switch your perspective to see it a different way. Right, like I used to think I could never have fun without alcohol and drugs, and now I couldn't see myself ever doing alcohol and drugs again. And I have a blast, and and I think that in fact I was lying to myself that I needed alcohol and drugs back then to have fun because I'm having a blast now. Sure, I may not be blacking out and forgetting things, and you know, laughing uncontrollably and wanting to stay up till four in the morning, just drinking away the alcohol and thinking I'm enjoying myself when in reality I'm not. Right, And so these four agreements are going to be really great. Check these out. They're going to help you take some notes. Check out my show notes over at Podbean or on iTunes, wherever you're listening to this, and you'll be able to really dive deeper into these. And of course, you can always just Google the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, it's not hard to find a free PDF. Somebody's turned it into, you don't even have to buy the book for $5 on Amazon. You literally can just download it off the internet. So the first agreement be impeccable with your words. Agreement number two, don't take anything personally. Agreement number three, don't make assumptions. And agreement number four, always do your best. Now, as I go through these, some of these are going to be direct quotes from Brian Johnson, and I'll attribute to him whenever I can, when I, my brain helps me recall that. If you go and you check this out over there and you're noticing some similarities, it's because I've literally taken verbatim notes. If I don't think to give him credit for something I say, because I don't notice it in the notes, but it sounds like something he said, let me just go ahead and, and give him credit for a majority of my feelings and my thought processes on the four agreements, because he really does sum it down so well. So the first agreement, be impeccable with your words. Uh, in Brian Johnson's show notes, he says that Don Miguel tells us the word impeccable literally means without sin. So in this context, we're talking about being in integrity with your highest self to not sin against the best version of you, starting with how you communicate with yourself and others. 
that finishes up the notes with it saying, no complaining, no criticism, no blaming, no gossiping ever. And this is what really touched me. I've got this written up on a big sheet of paper in front of my computer, and I look at it a lot because when you, how are you talking to yourself? How are you talking with others about other people? Do you gossip? Do you, do you sit here just so you have something to talk about? You start talking about other people's lives and how they're leading their life and whether you believe it's good or bad. Because when you begin to judge, you're generally judging something within yourself. So if you're judging somebody harshly or positively based off of what they're doing, there's a really good chance that it's something that you see in yourself that you either wish you were doing or wish you weren't doing. Right, So be thinking about why you gossip and what exactly are you getting out of that? Are you the person who gets to run around and tell everybody the news that such and such got an F or such and such got knocked up or such and such got dumped? Like, Does that make you feel good that you think that, oh, Ab is the one who told you? You just as easily could be the one who just told them about why you know recycling is better than throwing it in the dumpster. <laughs> you could choose what you want to discuss. You're choosing gossiping over over an integrity-based conversation topic because of some reason that's driving inside of you, and you have to figure that out. No blaming. Do you take responsibility for what, you're, what you've done? Do you take responsibility for your actions, for what led you to sobriety and recovery? Yes, you could have had a bad childhood. You could have had a hard relationship to get out of. You could have, there's a million reasons why why something you could quote-unquote blame. I guess quote-unquote is wrong use there. There's a million ways that you can blame somebody or something, something else for why you're in the situation you're in. But there's just as many people out there who are, who lived in, through a similar situation and did not fall prey to vices and then addiction, right? You know, you got that... Um, there's a Malali Musafjai. Oh, goodness. Every time I try to reference this woman, I I've, I've butcher her name. She won like a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, she had had some hydrochloric acid thrown in her face in some Middle Eastern country. Um, and now she, you know, by the Taliban. And now she's off building schools and she wins a Nobel Peace Prize. She's amazing, right? Some, she goes off and has this, this like acid stuff thrown into her face. And she goes off and turns it into a, this amazing positive life, and now she's known throughout the land. Somebody else could have had that, and then t- acid thrown in their face, and then turned to alcohol and drugs and wallowed away in self pity. I only bring this up because no matter what it is you've gone through, somebody else has gone through something extremely similar, and they've chosen to go through those emotions and through that experience differently. You cannot blame other people for why you made the decisions you made. You made them. And you can now unmake them just by changing your choices now. You can't go back in time and decide not to start doing drugs at 18 at a Grateful Dead show. Thumbs pointing towards me because your parents got divorced. But you can start living the best integrity version of yourself now. And one of the reasons I love doing this show, one of the reasons I love going and speaking at high schools and colleges is to talk to people who maybe aren't emotionally as mature as others and who might fall prey to vices and addiction like I did. I am nowhere near as emotionally mature as I will be a month from now or a year or 10 years from now, but I'm working on it. So I do not blame myself for the, I do not blame others for the decisions myself makes. 
So I, I, I highly recommend that you don't either. Criticizing other people, complaining. You know, so, many, so often it's just easy to start complaining about the things that are going on around us because why not? Other people are doing it. I certainly heard plenty of that going on um, over the holiday. And it's like, what am I complain about the traffic, complain about this, complain about that, whatever. Okay, the person stays on the boat ramp too long. And, you know, it's like, I'm not going to let it kill and ruin the day. Neither did dad. I mean, he definitely was complaining about it for a few minutes, but then we moved through it and we moved on. It is a bummer that people don't have common sense and they stay on the boat ramp for 10 minutes, hooking their boat up when they could easily just pull it off and, and take care of that up there in the in the parking lot but whatever, right? Like you can be frustrated. You can complain for a minute or two, but then move through that emotion, move through that feeling and don't allow it to ruin the great experience you just had. Same thing with criticizing. If you find yourself criticizing people a lot, it's probably something within yourself that you also don't enjoy, you don't like, you wish you could change. So you see it in someone else and you complain about it. It's really funny when I hear people criticizing and complaining about people's actions at work, about them, you know, not doing this task on time or, or slacking off here, or slacking off there. And then I turn around and notice they, they do the same kind of thing. It's like they're complaining about one person doing it. Perhaps it's to shine a light on them to keep the light. It's like, I'm going to shine the light on person B so that you don't shine the light on me and see that I'm actually doing the same thing I'm complaining about person B doing. Right, So be very weary of criticism and ask yourself, why are you criticizing? The second agreement. So don't take anything personally. I know it's hard, and I can assure you, I take little silly things personally that have absolutely nothing to do with me. Right, Absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, case in point, I know someone who um, one of their, one of the, a saying that they like to throw out is everyone has their agenda. Right? You don't know what to believe. You could say you could say something right now to them, very matter-of-factly. There could be 150 books that say that what you just said is absolutely positively true. And they could still be like, well, that's that's their perspective. That's their take on it. You know, They have an agenda, so naturally they're going to be pushing this. Um, in politics, you see it a lot. You know, whether you're Republican or Democrat, red or blue, you know, your party is pushing their agenda on you because they know that their agenda is very similar to your agenda. But they have a reason for why they're doing it to get elected, to get the funding, to get the grant money, to whatever it is. They have an agenda for why they are pushing the platform they're pushing. Right. So what are you taking personally about those things that really you should not be? You know, when my friend says everyone has their agenda and, you know, what I would take personally about that was that I was sitting there telling them about my positive growth mindset strategies or about my book or about what I talk about on the show. And I would say something very matter of factly that I strongly feel is correct. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's something I believe very strongly in and they could respond back. Well, you know, that's, that's your perspective. Everybody has an agenda. And I would take it personally because I'm like, I don't have an agenda. I'm just wanting to spread this positive message that I have spent hours learning about. And I just want to spread it to you. But then I realized that is an agenda. Like everybody having an agenda isn't bad. If, you know, Tony Robbins, these amazing life coaches, Jim Rohn, the people who go out there and they say positive stuff and they want to get you to live a best version of your life kind of mentality, you know, the Lewis Howes, the Gary Vaynerchucks, yeah, they have an agenda. Probably they're selling a product too. They got to eat, you know, they got to pay their rent. They got to pay their cell phone bill. I'm okay with that. 
yeah, I'm trying to make money off of this too, guys. Not from you listening to the podcast, but when I go speak at places, I certainly want to get paid. When people come to me and say, will you coach me? I definitely want to get paid. I've learned a lot of stuff to get good at this so that people can trust me with guiding them into the correct you know, direction or correct decision for them. So taking something personally like everyone has their agenda, it's, that's a little ridiculous to be taking it as a negative personally. Take it as a positive personally. You're right. I do have an agenda. I want you guys to follow my seven principles for, you know, college. So I call it the college success habit book because I'm I'm writing it for that podcast, but it's really just life success habits. You know, are you open-minded? Are you courageous? Are you decisive? Are you action-oriented? Are you disciplined? Are you flexible? And are you are you tenacious? Like, are you these things? Because if you are, you're going to kick some ass. That's just a fact. (laughs) If you're open-minded, courageous, decisive, action-oriented, disciplined, flexible, and tenacious, you're going to kick some ass. So I do have an agenda. But be very mindful of why you're taking something personally. I took it personally because I see agenda as a negative connotation. Maybe it's because of what I see politicians doing it. But you know, that's politicians, you know, and they have an agenda. And is it necessarily bad? Is it or is it good? It, uh, an agenda is an agenda is an agenda. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. Uh, but it can be taken positive, positively or negatively based on your own position about whatever is being um, displayed to you, being told to you, being pushed upon you. Right. So do not take things personally. And if you start finding yourself doing that, either ask the person what they meant by what they said or ask yourself what it was that you took personally about that. You know, in this, uh, in the show notes, Ruiz says, nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. So whatever somebody says is because of themselves. It's their own perspective. It's their own mindset. Don't take it personally because they disagree with you. Don't, you know, you are you. Don't base your opinion of yourself off of how someone else treats you. They, you don't know what kind of day they're having, what kind of life they've had. You have no idea what led them to act that way, say that thing, do whatever in front of you. You just don't know. So don't take it personally. And if you find yourself that you're doing that, ask yourself how you can flip your perspective like I did with my friend who was saying everyone has an agenda. So I took that personally that I had an agenda until I realized I do have an agenda to give you all amazing information that allows you to live a positive, congruent life with this great version of yourself that you're becoming through sobriety and recovery. I totally have an agenda. I'm laying it all on the line. (laughs) Third agreement. Don't make assumptions, right? Quick way to get into a fight, quick way to get into trouble is making assumptions about someone else's behavior making assumptions about what someone else meant. It's, it's, there you go. It's, it goes right back to what we were just talking about. Don't take, don't take things personally. If you're making assumptions about what someone else meant by what they said to you or their behavior towards you, then you're breaking one of the agreements and you're setting yourself down a path that is not going to be healthy. You want to assume the best in people. And, but we also, have, we're humans. We're going to assume the worst as well. In the show notes, it says the best way to keep yourself from making assumptions is to ask questions. Make sure the communication is clear. If you don't understand, ask. 
See, you have to have the courage, which is my second principle for successful life. You have to have the courage to ask questions until you can feel and be as clear as possible by what that person said. Don't take things personally. Ask things. Ask questions. Ask for clarity. It is the best way to figure it out. And if the person gets agitated with you because you keep asking questions, then just be upfront. Be like, I don't get what you're saying. I was taking it personally. I don't think I should have been. Or I was making an assumption. I don't think I should be. I need to have some questions answered so I can get a full idea of what it is you're, you're talking to me about. And if the person continuously wants to get short with you, then they may not even understand what they, what they meant by what they said. I certainly have done that. Somebody will ask me to dive in deeper, and then all of a sudden I'm having my words called on the carpet, and I don't know what I meant. I was maybe using my words flippantly. When you start to ask people questions about what they were, were saying or doing around you, you'll stop think, taking things personally. And you'll definitely stop making assumptions. And then you will, as a byproduct, be more careful with your words. Because if somebody starts asking you questions instead of assuming, they start asking you questions instead of taking things personally, then naturally, you're going to want to have answers. And if you're being impeccable with your words, if, right? If you are being the best version of yourself when you communicate to yourself and to others, then there's less chance that you are going to say something that could be perceived as a negative. Thus, it wouldn't be taken as a negative personal comment, right? And then also people wouldn't have to make assumptions about what you're saying because you're being impeccable with your words, you're being clear. So just be mindful of how you're talking around people and really be mindful of how you're talking to yourself. To ourselves is who we talk to the most. And from my experience, is the person we will treat the worst. So be impeccable with your words to yourself and be mindful not to take things personally when your mind has a random thought about whether you're good at something or not. Just allow it to roll through you. It's just a feeling. And then also, if your mind does say something like, well, you'll never be good at that, Well, why did you just say that? Because you've never practiced it. Don't just make assumptions that you'll never be good at it. Ask yourself questions. Why am I not? And then how can I get better? And then the fourth agreement rolls right in with how can I get better? How can I always do better? Always do your best. The fourth agreement, always do your best. Don Miguel tells us that it's the fourth agreement that brings the prior three to life. If you are literally being the best version of yourself every single day, living in congruency with this higher state of evolution that you have moved into, then you will succeed. Do your best moment to moment to moment every single second of the day. One of my favorite quotes is, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're always striving to do your best and that becomes your default habit, then you will succeed. Because you won't even have to ask yourself if you're doing your best because by default, you will always be doing your best. You can't turn work ethic off and on like a light switch. You either have it or you don't. So be the version of yourself that always has that light switch flipped on because it, it, it doesn't work. You can't just turn it off. You can't half-ass one thing and then expect that you're always going to dominate another. 
at some point, that thing that you're dominating on, you think, oh, I don't even have to try. I always just work hard. I'm great at that, but this bores me, so I don't work as hard. At some point, that thing that you love will get boring one day. One day, you will not be having a great day. I, I, I reference photography a lot. Right, it's like if you're half-assed in the shot, if you're not walking the extra mile to get the best angle, right? No matter how much you love photography, at some point you're not going to want to walk to get that best angle. You're just not going to want to do it. You're gonna you're gonna be tired. You're gonna be bored. Whatever it is that you're feeling, that's just what's going on. You don't turn work ethic off and on like a light switch. So always be doing your best. How you do anything is how you do everything. I said earlier, always have the switch to on. I get that sometimes we're having bad days, but it's either on or off. Don't be that person whose default habit is to have it off. Have you ever watched somebody in your office who seems to be putting more effort into looking like they're busy than actually just being busy and working? You know you've seen those people. And if you haven't, then you're that person (laughs) because there's always one in an office who's moving things around and acting like they're working, but they're not. That's not being their best, right? That's not keeping the light switch on all the time. How you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're always looking for a shortcut, looking to look busy, but not actually be busy, there's a lot of other areas in your life where you're doing that. And if you start half-assing your sobriety and recovery the same way, you're not going to be very happy with yourself in the long run. Because once you start making little shortcuts, then those little shortcuts lead to bigger shortcuts. And before you know it, you don't even know what the what the best way was that you used to do. You only know this new shortcut way. And now you got to break yourself of that habit. That's exhausting. <laughs> That's exhausting. All right? So be ridiculously awesome all the time. In the show notes, it says, remember that sometimes your best will be ridiculously awesome. And at other times, it won't be so awesome. But under any circumstance, always do your best. No more and no less. Right? It it says in here, too, that keep in mind that your best is never going to be the same from one moment to the next. Everything is alive and changing all the time. So your best will sometimes be high quality. Other times, it will be not as good. So keep that in mind. One day you're practicing the guitar. One day you're out shooting hoops. One day you're practicing soccer. Whatever it is, your hobby, whatever it is, your sport, whatever, whatever you're, you're, something you're passionate about. One day you'll be great at painting. The next day, not so much. I've had some of these podcasts where I'll, I'll flow for five or six minutes and then I feel like I hit a rough patch. There's been a couple times where I bit my tongue in this episode because I didn't know where to move it to. I didn't know how to segue from where I was to where I wanted it to go. It's because I had it in my mind rather than just being here on the mic and talking to you all directly and just pouring out my this real version of myself, I'd get in my head and be like, okay, what are, you, what are you trying to do? What do you want it to do? What do you want it to sound like? No, just be in the moment. Be in the moment, always pushing myself to do my best. And it may not be great the entire 30 minutes, but as long as it, it has that ebb and flow and I don't just space out and start rambling, then I've done my best. I've gotten the four agreements out. I've taught you them. You can go Google them more. You can dive deeper into this if you'd like. It's not hard to find more information on this, nor is it hard to just start doing your best. Just when you when you find yourself saying, ah, that's good enough, is it really? 
Like, don't be a perfectionist where you start to tinker with that last 2% and you never finish anything. But if clearly, if you put five more minutes into this task, it would be even better than where it's at now. Stopping and saying, eh, that's good enough. That's not fighting perfectionism. That's not even fighting procrastination. That's just being lazy. So don't be lazy. Be the best version of yourself every single moment. And be okay with the fact that what the best is will fluctuate. So there you have it, guys. But the four agreements, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll go over them one more time. Be impeccable with your words. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. And always do your best. So if you were going to try to spin these things into a more positive, um, because there's always a way of doing that, is just be the best version whatever you think that is, and strive for that every single day, knowing that tomorrow, because you've done it today, you will have a whole new reality of what the best version of yourself is tomorrow. You don't have to finish the game. You don't have to complete the journey in one day. We're moving it forward every single day. This is an amazing journey. It took us years to to get to the point where we had to quit and had to say no and had to change our lives, expect it to take twice as long to fully learn everything that this life has to offer you. So be impeccable with your words. Don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. Bless you all. Thank you so much for listening. As always, power, positive energy, release it and flow. Take care of one another. I'll see you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. 